0: God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out His Spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promised outpouring, and we equip for that outpouring so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss.
1: And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We're so glad that you're with us. In your walk with God, are you where you want to be? Or do you still have some things that you want to improve on? I know for me, and I think I can speak for Philip, that there's always room for improvement. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we want to talk about today how to improve our walk with God. Do you want to improve yours? Welcome to the podcast today. We're so glad that you are with us. We're just delighted that you're with us. We'd like to invite you to go to our website, globaloutpouring.net, and stay tuned. Uh, There's lots of our podcasts that are out there for you to click on, and you can click on our email subscription. There's a button to subscribe to our emails there, and stay up to date with what our events are that are coming up. And we want to continue to stay in touch with you let us know how you are enjoying this podcast. There's a place where you can send us some feedback, or you can write to write an email to us, feedback at globaloutpouring.org. So today we want to talk about improving our walk with God. In John 17, 3, Jesus is praying for his disciples, and he says, And this is life eternal, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent knowing god is life eternal beautiful knowing god is it's it's like restoring what was lost in the garden of eden when adam and eve decided that they would rather rebel against god they were they were hoodwinked they were deceived and particularly eve and uh, you know they they entered into curses sin brings death
0: yes uh huh
1: but they had life they ha- they had eternal life before they ate the fruit it was eating the fruit that caused death it was sin that caused death and god wants us to have life he wants us to have a continuous life of knowing him that is one of the four points of the of the new covenant jeremiah in jeremiah 31 starting with verse 31 through 34 And it's repeated again in Hebrews, there are four points of the gospel, four points of the new covenant that we need to understand is the the promise that's been given to us. And the cup of the Holy Communion is the ratification of that covenant, that when, when we're in covenant with him, we're going to be able to know him. He's going to write his word on our hearts and on our minds. He's going to blot out our iniquities, and he will be our God, and we'll be his people. Knowing him is part of that.
0: Yes, amen.
1: And so, knowing him, you know, he, he wants to help us. He, he is standing by to help us by his Holy Spirit. That is one of the glorious things about the Holy Spirit. You know, when Jesus was talking to his disciples in those chapters of John Uh, that I was just referring to, 14 through 17, I believe it is, that's the upper room discourse. That's where he's talking with his disciples at the Last Supper. And it was at the Last Supper that he instituted the Holy Communion. So, he's telling them all of these last instructions before he's going to the cross. They don't know he's going to the cross, but he knows he's going to the cross. So, he's giving them the last instructions. And he's he's talking to them about the Holy Spirit that he's going to send. So improving our walk with God begins with receiving the Holy Spirit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And,
1: and if you don't have the Holy Spirit yet, in in a greater measure than the amount of the Holy Spirit that it takes to make you desire to accept Jesus as your Savior, that baptism of the Holy Spirit is available to you. And I will put a link to one of our podcasts where we are praying for people to receive the Holy Spirit so that you can follow that up if you don't have the Holy Spirit yet. but just know that you can you can receive the Holy Spirit and and the blessed gift of speaking in tongues so that you can speak His language. And that helps tremendously with improving your walk with God because oh yes, amen. because He is God. The Holy Spirit is the breath of God. He's a personality all his own, but he is a part of the Godhead. So one of the things that is so important about improving our walk with God is sanctifying our imagination, renewing our mind. Mm-hmm. Romans 12, 1 and 2, starting with Romans 11, verse 34, it says, For who has known the mind of the Lord, and who has understood his thoughts, or who has ever been his counselor? Or who has first given God anything that he might be paid back or that he could claim a recompense? For from him and through him and to him are all things. For all things originate with him and come from him. All things live through him and all things center in and tend to consummate and to end in him. To him be glory forever. Amen. So be it. Then chapter 12 opens with, I appeal to you therefore. So we know that the therefore is... Therefore, understanding that it's about the mind of the Lord. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you.
0: Mm,
1: transformed by the renewing of your mind.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Easier said than done yes it is easier said
1: than done but it's important that it be done
0: yes uh-huh. and
1: it's not it's not difficult when we walk with God yes when we're walking with him when we're letting the Holy Spirit lead us as many as are led by the spirit of God they are the mm-hmm. sons of God according to Romans 814. so sanctifying your imagination so you're talk, talk to me about what you have learned about sanctifying your
0: imagination Philip well, it's it's uh, gaining control over your your thought life yeah which is a, you know one of the hardest things you will ever do mm-hmm. because your mind just wanders from one thing to another, affects what you see if you're driving down the road you know you see something, you see a sign, a billboard or something and your mind can wander and you can go into a grocery store mm-hmm. and uh, this happened uh, just I uh, think a few weeks ago we're sitting there and I'm hearing this song out of the 60s in my head. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden I realize, you know, it like it was in my subconscious because I was hearing it, but I wasn't um, clicking that I really was hearing it. It wasn't my thoughts. I was actually hearing it, but I didn't recognize it yet. And it was a song out of the 60s. and But then, you know, that can bring around events that happened at that time right. where that song was on the top ten.
1: Right, it opens. It, it opens, opens up another some memory. It's a
0: memory bank. It mm-hmm. opens. You got your brain is full of memory bank. I mean, you know, we think about computers have all this uh, storage and everything on them. Think how much storage is going on in your brain for every year that you have lived, mm-hmm. and stuff you you don't know there until something triggers it. Yeah, you know, it's like you keep everything. You know, you that's why you keep praying for a renewed mind because these things can can come up. You know, if you counted how many times this happened in a day. So if you're out driving, it's one thing you're sitting home in your house, you're reading a book or something like that. But if you're out and about, you know, things are going to trigger trigger something.
1: Yeah, there's lots of stimuli.
0: And stimuli. And so it's just like you have to reel your – Kind of a rein in your pull the <laughs> yeah. reins. Yeah. You're like a, you're riding a wild horse, you know, mm-hmm. you pull the pull the reins in to stop, you know. Yes. <laughs> and to take control over that thing before because it's like you say, the longer you, you meditate on something, then the longer it takes to you know to kind yeah, of boot it out of, of it. your mind.
1: I remember hearing someplace and I I I was trying to find the details of it, but I, I haven't found them yet. But I heard something to the effect of That you have six seconds from the time you have a thought come into your head to decide what to do with it, whether you are going to meditate on it, think about it, or whether you're going to reject it. If you reject it within those six seconds, it's gone. It's gone, and uh-huh. it doesn't stick around.
0: Was, was that Dr. Caroline Leaf?
1: It might have been.
0: I think I think it was. That sounds familiar. Okay. And and she's the what we call the brain lady. <laughs> yeah, Alice. she's
1: amazing. Yeah, you can find her out there. She's she's amazing, but you you have just that small amount of time to deal with a thought. I remember hearing for years. I've I've heard this this expression that. You can't stop a bird from flying over your head, but you can stop it from making a nest in your hair. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that's really what this this six second moment is. You have this you have this wee moment to decide, oh, I'm I'm not gonna go there. And I know that that I've trained myself. Um, no, I shouldn't say I've trained myself. The Holy Spirit it's has trained me. I know it's the Holy Spirit. Because there are certain kinds of thoughts that I used to meditate on when those were issues in my life. Mm-hmm. And I became so quick about stopping them that it's like a steel trap, you know. Wow. like Like, uh-huh. like uh, you know, imagine trapping an animal or or, or a mouse trap, you know, sma- slam, you know, just they take the bait and bam. And, and as soon as one of those kind of thoughts comes into my head, bam. No, I will not have this. I refuse mm. it in the name of Jesus Christ. You're out of here. And you know, like I <laughs> I think we were in New York City, and I walked into a newsstand to I don't know, we were we just needed to f- buy a bottle of water or something. I don't remember what it was, but it was this little kiosk. And there was a pornographic picture <laughs> up on, <laughs> on the wreck, and i I saw it and it was like, no, no, I'm not looking at that, and then that thought followed me. Wow! Uh-huh. And I finally said, "Okay, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm going to use this as a reminder to pray for everybody that's involved in the in the pornographic industry, and I'm going to, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ, I take authority over." over these thoughts. And I pray, Lord, for all of the people that are involved, that were involved in making that picture and every other kind of pornography. Lord, I ask you to pour your spirit out on them, get them out of this, rescue them. And, and you know, I just begin to, to intercede for all of the people that are involved with that industry.
0: The devil will leave you alone then.
1: Oh, boy, he left me alone pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> and if it ever comes up again once in a while, that, you know, zing, there's that picture again. Oh, ho, ho, I'm going to just pray for the, for that industry to come down in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, yeah, amen. So, you know, use these things as a point to remind you to pray or mm-hmm. d- just reverse it. Make You're you're in a wrestling match with with these demonic things that are trying to keep you from coming into the fullness mm, yeah. of what god has for you
0: it's so a day by day sometimes a moment by moment battle it's true yeah you know, sometimes you get reprieve you mm-hmm. know, but I, I always ask the holy spirit you know when i'm you know like by going to town you know help me stay focused mm-hmm. help me just to just to lead and guide you know and, and every and when i when i found out when i do that things just fall into place mm-hmm. you know things if you have to all these you have to run a bunch of errands or this or that, but God just links you with the right people at the right time. You do make the right thing. Mm-hmm. Like you could be on a time crunch, you could pull into the gas station. There's a pump waiting for you there, mm-hmm. you know. And then you, then when you leave, all of a sudden six cars pull in and they're, they're <laughs> waiting in line, you know. <laughs> Glory to so God. the Holy Spirit is so He's so faithful, and that's it's part of uh, it's just part of relationship. But you have to remember to ask Him.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, he, he doesn't tap you and say, Hey, do you want me to help you? It's like he, <laughs> he's there. You have to, you have to ask him because you have a free will.
1: Right. And, and the idea is that we submit ourselves to God. Mm-hmm. And when, then when we resist the devil, he flees from us. Uh huh. That, that's how it works. It, but it, it comes first with our submission <laughs> to him. So in renewing our minds and sanctifying our imaginations, um, I'm reminded of, Michael Van Vleiman's story. I think he told it in episode 22. Um, you can go back and listen to it. Whether whether he told this story or not— want to hear the
0: episode You'll anyway, want to hear the it's, episode it's anyway. He's
1: amazing. So he had this experience where he was really pressing into God to try to improve his spiritual sight. And an angel appeared to him. And all of a sudden— the angel's eyes became blood red. Well, that shocked Michael, and he said, "What? W- what's going on?" And the angel said, "It was the angel was was actually providing a picture of Michael to him mm-hmm. because what what the angel said was that your eyes have been harmed by the things that you have watched. So where we're, mm-hmm. wherever we're putting our eyes." If we're watching things that don't agree with the Word of God, it can cause harm to our spiritual eyes. Yeah, it can it can harm our walk with God.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: really rebellion. It's really it's really the same kind of thing as eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, because that's things that you shouldn't be watching, and your your conscience will tell you whether you should be watching this or not.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
1: but God will help you. As you press into him, he'll give you the grace to say, I don't want that anymore. Sometimes we get addicted to things that we watch, you know, like, like there might be a, a, a TV series that, that you're addicted to. I've to I have to, I have to see it. I have to see it. Or, or some series of movies. Is that an addiction that's from God? Is now we're wired to be addicted, mm-hmm. but we're wired mm-hmm. to be addicted to our father. We're wired to be addicted to His love.
0: But if you're not connected with Him, it'll yeah. go the wrong way.
1: Yeah, you're you're going to be addicted to something else. And, and God wants to deliver us from those things. That will improve our walk with Him mm. as we recognize this. So you want to just be quick to reject the thoughts that don't agree with the Word of God and His character. You know, sometimes when, when a wrong thought comes into my mind, and, and I find that, I just keep improving in this area. I'm I'm not saying I'm there all the way yet because the thoughts do still come, but they but I'm learning to be more and more quick about throwing them off. That they don't they're not getting a place in me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We don't we don't want to give the devil an, a place to put his uh, I, I, let, me, let me res, restate that we don't want to give the forever loser a place to put his javelin. Mm-hmm. You a hook. know, a, a, a place to, to put in a hook or a place to, to, to strike us and wound us. Mm-hmm. If, if we'll stay in the armor, Jesus is the armor. If we'll stay connected with Him, if we'll just sink down into him, like Ephesians chapter 6 talks about uh, putting on the armor that we're putting on means to sink down into like a like sinking down into a garment. Mm-hmm. And if we'll just sink down into Jesus, he becomes our protection from these from these onslaught things. But when when one of these thoughts comes to my mind, like a particularly accusi- accusatory thoughts, accusations, when especially a f- a and it comes especially when you're tired. Mm-hmm. There's this acronym that um, I think it's HALT. HALT.
0: When you're hungry, angry, lonely, tired. H mm-hmm. A L T. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Those are the times that you're most Vulnerable. vulnerable. when you're hungry you're angry or you're lonely or you're tired and I've added a couple more if you're if you're ill or if you're in pain
0: mm-hmm. it's like how many ministers I mean it was a big big thing some of the big ones really fell they're they're out traveling and they and they hooked up with a prostitute you know and got turned in and so here's this anointed person you know that has you know has the power of flowing through them but somehow in there, It was a weakness, maybe something on the TV, watch something, Mm -hmm. something there. And it got us stirring in the emotions and, and the devil, you know, the devil's good at orchestrating stuff. Mm -hmm. And when your emotions go over, when you're dealing with any four of those things, you know, it's harder to hear God. It's true. Yeah.
1: Absolutely true. You know, there's a passage in Galatians chapter five that talks about the works of the flesh. Uh-huh. And if you recognize that these things are works of the flesh, now we can blame the devil all we want to, but it says that they're works of the flesh. <laughs>
0: yeah, so these saying that the devil made me do it. Yeah, and well, he didn't and make you do it. He he, he just presented you. it, and you did it yourself. You
1: right. Know? These are these these are choices. So where does it start?
0: That's in verse sixteen. Is where it actually starts, as you yield freely and fully to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit you will abandon the cravings of your self life wow for your self life craves the things that offend the holy spirit <laughs> and hinder him from living free within you and the holy spirit's immense cravings hinder your old self life from dominating you now have
1: you ever thought of that before that the holy spirit cravings wow you know when you when you get hungry for god yeah that's the Holy Spirit craving inside of you and want wanting to connect you with our Father, wanting to connect you with walking with Him like Adam and Eve did. Uh-huh. The Holy Spirit cravings will help us to overcome the fleshly cravings.
0: And it, it's uh it's like if, if you you're you're going to church and you're you're in a worship service, and if you're really entering in, that's when your flesh stuff starts dropping off because mm-hmm. you're concentrating. And you can really feel, you feel the joy and the love of the Lord. And mm-hmm. and I, I had an instance uh, about a week couple about a week or so ago, I was getting my hair cut and I was sharing some spiritual things with a hairdresser. And she's not spirit filled, goes to more denominational um, church. But I was just sharing these supernatural things that was actually from Bruce Allen. Mm-hmm. And she just says, oh, man, I'm just getting goosebumps all over it. I was too. I could feel it. <laughs> it's like she could feel that, the presence, because she mm-hmm. was op- she's open to the things of God. Yeah. And and whenever we go in, I just have it. It's just a joy to, to talk to her because she has this hunger. And so she feels that and she can receive it because it's real. Mm-hmm. But if you're not open to it, then it, it's like hitting a wall, mm-hmm. you know. It's true. Okay, let's go on. So then, the two incompatible and conflicting forces within you are your self-life of the flesh and the new creation life of the Spirit. But when you are brought into the full freedom of the Spirit of grace, you will no longer be living under the dominion of the law, but soaring above it. The cravings of the self-life are obvious. Sexual immorality, lustful thoughts, pornography— Chasing after things instead of God, manipulating others, hatred of those who get in your way, senseless arguments, resentment when others are favored, temper tantrums, angry quarrels, only thinking of yourself, being in love with your own opinions. Oh, my, my. Oh, wow.
1: (laughs) That sounds like narcissism.
0: Okay. (laughs) Being envious of the blessings of others, murder, uncontrolled addictions wild parties, and all other similar behavior. Haven't I already warned you that those who use their freedom for these things will not inherit the kingdom realm of God?
1: Wow. Hold hold, hold, on, hold, on there. Say that again.
0: Haven't I already warned you that those who use their freedom for these things will not inherit the kingdom realm of God?
1: Wait a minute. Do you mean—do you mean— You mean? <laughs> <laughs> do you mean that— somebody who thinks that they're a christian says that they're a christian but loves to engage in these things and losing their temper and getting into pornography they won't what what about the kingdom of god
0: they will not inherit the kingdom realm of god
1: so that's not good
0: no that's not good
1: you know it seems no. like it seems like we have way too much leeway in our society so that that the world has corrupted the church. The world the, the world you it's know supposed the, to be
0: the other way around.
1: Yeah. The church is supposed to be changing the world's mindset.
0: And that's what's supposed to happen on Sunday through the person that's preaching from the pulpit. Right. Delivering a message that will change people's lives. But people's lives have to be open to hear it mm-hmm. and change it instead of just being there. Well, I went to church Sunday morning, so I did my thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You and know. and uh, somebody just recently, I heard them, probably a seer. Uh-huh. you know, that, that actually sees what's going on in the spirit realm. They say that the, that the demons hop off the backs of the people when they go into church and then hop back on when they come oh, out. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> Just waiting for them at the <laughs> door outside. Just waiting for the...
1: them at the door, and then they start their haranguing again.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I think one of the best expressions I heard was from Dean Braxton. It's like, when Jesus looks at you and he sees himself in you, you're in
1: yeah, that's when it's
0: when you know you're in the kingdom.
1: When that's, but that's also when you have left the the earth life. The you've left the planet, and you're at you're at the place where are you going to heaven or are you going to hell?
0: If Jesus sees Himself inside of you, you're that's in. It's really powerful. Yeah, I've never heard anybody say that before, but yeah, but I I'm, I'll never forget that.
1: Yeah, but the point well, is the point is let's improve our walk with God. Yeah, let's not let these things have any place in us.
0: Yeah, let me read verse 22 and 23 here. Yeah. But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. Beautiful. Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. Wow. Keep in mind that we who belong to Jesus, the Anointed One, have already experienced crucifixion. For everything connected with our self-life was put to death on the cross and crucified with Messiah. We must live in the Holy Spirit and follow after Him. So may we never be arrogant or look down on one another, for each of us is an original. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, you're an original. There's only one like you.
1: (laughs) That's true. Only one like me. Exactly, exactly. When
0: when we say that of ourselves, we think, thank God there's only one (laughs) like me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
0: yeah. We must forsake all jealousy that diminishes the value of others. Oh, that's beautiful. That's the end of the chapter.
1: So Philip has been reading from the Passion Translation, and some of these fruit or harvest that are produced by the holy spirit there's some footnotes that will give us even a little more understanding the way that the way that it's been translated it's to supply actions to these virtues you know you you read in in other translations where the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long suffering etc etc but but what this translator is doing is adding action to these virtues so that it gives us a, a little bit Deeper thing to, to think about, to meditate on, to, to get a better idea of what, what it is the Holy Spirit's trying to produce. They're not meant to be abstract virtues, but made visible with actions. So one of the things that he refers to is patience that endures. The w- Greek word for patience is taken from a verb that means ever tapping, ever tapping, ever tapping or never quitting. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like uh, it reminds me of the of the scripture where Jesus said knock
0: and the door shall be opened to yeah.
1: you. But but the way that that the Greek is there it's knock and keep on knocking.
0: Mm. So okay. you,
1: whatever you start to do you don't quit until it's finished. So that's patience. Then there's kindness in action and the Aramaic word there can be translated sweetness. Sweetness in action. Kindness. Mm-hmm. Kindness is sweet, you know? Yeah all these little kind things that we do for each other it feels good when you other. do something kind
0: yeah, yeah yeah
1: it 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 lights up something in each other you know mm-hmm. we d- we do kind little things for each other don't we yeah and we try mm-hmm. to do kind things for other people so a life full of virtue is one that that uh, other translations say goodness Uh, Faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. I like that one. It says, although the word self is not found in this verse, most translations render this as self-control. The word is actually lordship or by implication, spirit strength. In Mm -hmm. other words, it's the Holy Spirit that's working in us that makes it look like it's self-control when it's really Holy Spirit control that we have, that we are yielding to His promptings, whether it's whether we're hearing in the spirit. Some some people are more tuned in to hear. Some people are more tuned in to see something in the spirit. They're seeing something played out in their imagination. The the imagination is the screen on which the Holy Spirit projects things. It's
0: like the, the theater of your mind.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> like like when you read a book or when you when you read a story or hear or or you hear a story, your your mind creates that picture, yeah. that picture uh-huh. of what's going on. That's it's yeah. it's how God designed us. And so he wants us to sanctify that part of our being and that's why it's so important that we don't be looking at things that we shouldn't be looking at cuz that replays on the screen of our imagination. So we mm-hmm. want to cleanse that and we cleanse it with the washing of the water of the word and we cleanse it with with rejecting thoughts that don't belong there. And then there are some people that that feel things. They're, they they f- they they feel a prompting or there's just, there's some kind of a gut feeling that they have. And, and the Lord wants us to develop all of those things so that we can see and we can hear and we can feel, we can perceive. That's a good word for it. You mm-hmm. just have a perception. perception. And when it comes to like the gifts of the spirit, um, word of knowledge, for instance, I haven't had too many experiences of that, but people who have it all the time say they just know something. Mm-hmm. So there's just a knowing that comes into their knower so they can give a word of the word of knowledge and say you know like somebody in in that section is being healed of cancer or whatever and that and mm-hmm. and and that's the word of knowledge so this these are ways that the holy spirit leads us and he's leading us into a maturity that Romans 8 talks about that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the, uh, the sons, sons of, of God.
0: God. Mm-hmm.
1: So picture Adam and Eve in the garden. When, when you see the genealogy of Jesus, there's, there's one place where it says that, that Adam was the son of God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So walking in that maturity of the sons of God like Adam and Eve before they fell. Having that kind of a relationship, that is the goal. Uh, you know, I, I want to just tell you a story of something that, that happened when I went to Washington DC with, with one of our staff and we were going to be with, um, someone who was taking us to one of the legislative galleries to pray while, while the Congress was in session and we parked in a place where we had to take a shortcut through the Supreme Court. And I remember as we were walking out of the parking lot and walking towards the Supreme Court, we walked past another parking lot, and there was a stop sign there that it was a, f- a full, full-on full stop sign, but it said, Be Prepared to Stop. So it mm-hmm. had the words, Be Prepared to, above the word stop, but it looked like a stop sign. And that thing sp- spoke to me in the spirit that this is a message from the Holy Spirit. It was just a sign. You know, Mm -hmm. I I wasn't seeking for a sign, but it was just a (laughs) sign on the street. Be prepared to stop. I said to the ladies, I believe this is a word from the Lord. Be prepared to stop. So as we're walking through the Supreme Court building, we just happened to get there As there was a tour that was starting. So we just joined the tour tour. (laughs) and we went into the Supreme Court chambers. Well, while we're in the Supreme Court chambers, we went, we were on this trip to go pray in the Capitol. Mm -hmm. But while we're there, we're stopping to pray in the Supreme Court. So we just, we were prepared to stop Mm -hmm. and, and we prayed some very important prayers while we were there. And, and I really, I just really felt like, you know this was an assignment from the lord there was an assignment beyond the assignment an assignment that we weren't prepared to do but we were following the leading of the holy spirit yeah mm-hmm. and that's what god wants us to be to be open to doing that we are going to go deeper that we're going to go higher that we're going to go closer with the lord so before you put your head on your pillow tonight ask the holy spirit to show you if there's anything that you've been putting your eyes on that is going to hinder being able to see in the Spirit. Ask Him to show you if there's any way in which your ears are hearing things that they shouldn't be hearing. Or if, you, if you're getting thoughts coming into your head that you're meditating on instead of rejecting, ask the Holy Spirit to show you and write them down and ask Holy Spirit to show you how to overcome these Bring the blood of Jesus to bear. Ask for repentance. Ask the Lord to forgive you and bring you into a new place of walking with him because that is what he wants. He wants it more than we want it. And if you're hungry for God, you want to improve your walk with him. Let's pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we're praying for every listener. Lord, that you would move.
0: Yes, Father.
1: That you would move. In this person's life, Lord, that you would pour your spirit out on this listener, that your amazing grace will lead to repentance if there's something needs to be repented of, that your amazing grace will lead into a blossoming, a blossoming, a growing, a coming into a fullness of your purposes. Because this listener has your book that was written about him or her. You wrote that book, according to Psalm 139. You wrote that book that outlines all of the wonderful graces and blessings and activities and purposes of that person's life, Lord. And we're asking you to activate it right now by your spirit. Lord, let your spirit fall. Yes, Lord. Let your spirit fall. Just give Father. Just breathe in of the presence of the Lord. He's right there with you. Thank you Father. Breathe in and receive. And receive a greater grace to walk with him to improve your walk. And keep pressing in. Keep pressing in. Father, give them, give them the that Holy Spirit patience that causes them to keep knocking. Keep knocking. Keep tapping. Thank you, Father. Yes, Father. Pour your spirit out in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with His overwhelming, loving presence.